She's an expert on LinkedIn. She's the host of the Good Girls Get Rich podcast. And I remember her starting out sometime around Blab when I first got involved in this whole live streaming thing. And she was doing a show regularly on Blab, if I remember correctly. Uh, and Me now it's, it's her birthday. I'm, I'm looking, I'm going to say late 20s, early 30s, maybe. Happy birthday. Thanks so much for <laughs> I joining us. I was laughing when I was 15, apparently. <laughs> yes, and you were fantastic at it. <laughs> I don't I can't I don't believe you remember that. I miss I was just thinking today that I miss Blab. <laughs> it was such a great way to really kind of get to know people. You know, yeah. I mean, we we're we're doing all these other things and it's fun and we collaborate and I love that, but Blab allowed us to just meet people that we just didn't have any other other way to meet. So yeah, it was yeah, fun. It was fun. And I, I feel like uh, so much of my network uh, now is is from people either I met through Blab or because there was something I started doing, like like these live stream shows while right. I was on Blab. And now, you know, everybody's gone on to different things, but uh, the, the relationships ha have been maintained. So uh, a lot of people look back fondly on that time because it's I do when too. they got started in, in, in this community. So Anyway, before we get to LinkedIn, happy birthday and thank, thank you for you. spending your birthday here <laughs> with us on live stream deals. What uh, better way to spend your birthday, I mean, Ross, not, right? <laughs> any any other exciting plans tonight or this is this not is tonight, the, all but the birthday on the weekends. Community. On the weekends. I did a big conference yesterday, so I'm like in catch up mode today. Right. So yeah. So we're talking we're talking with Karen Yankovich here on live stream deals. Um, Karen, you have a program called Get Linked Up, and you help people make connections and grow their business on LinkedIn. Tell us a little bit about that program and, uh, you know, who it's for and why they would want to get yeah. involved in it. So, you know, we... we we're in this interesting time as marketers, right? We have social media, which gives us and live streaming things that give us unprecedented ability to kind of market the same way, you know, the Pepsis and the apples of the world can market. Right. Um, but yet it's a very, a lot of it is very impersonal. So I see a lot of people spending a lot of time on, on social platforms. I spend a lot on social time on social platforms. I love it, but that still doesn't take the place of kind of like the good old fashioned relationship marketing. And that's really what LinkedIn does. I think LinkedIn bridges the gap between the social platforms that we can do from anywhere. Right. And the relationship marketing that we know works because we've been doing it for 50 years, right. Or 150 years. Um, thank you, Rebecca. Um, so, so I think, so that's why I love LinkedIn because I think that a lot of times I see business owners jump into using digital marketing and social media and all these different platforms. And they're a little, they're struggling a little bit to find out like, where's the money, you know, where's the money? Uh, it often comes from the relationships, right? That's where you make those one-on-one -on -one clients is helps you build a financial foundation for your business. And then you can do all the fun stuff like, like grab Thinkific and create some fun yeah. courses, right? right? But first you have to have some money coming in so that you can, you know, so that you've got the foundation done. And that, I believe that all comes from LinkedIn. So what do you think are, are the biggest challenges people have with LinkedIn? How are they struggling? What do they come to you and say they need help with or, Maybe what do you notice that people are doing wrong on LinkedIn? Well, I think the, the biggest thing that people struggle with and the biggest thing that they're doing wrong is that they just think it's for corporate. So they overlook it or mm. they make these profiles that are so impersonal that nobody really knows who they are or what they do. It seems like a resume. And 
and then they overlook it. I mean, the conference that I did yesterday was for realtors and they were like blown away when they learned about how they could be using LinkedIn. And they're like, people, I just think it's business to business. I'm like, yeah, but it's people, right? And right. people buy and sell houses. So right. building relationships and creating, um, you know, creating a network full of people that you think can further your business goals, right? Like proactively. So, you know, so the first mistake I think people make is they don't take, they don't understand the power of it. You know, Ross, it doesn't matter what we're selling. It doesn't matter what we're selling. People are throwing your name in a Google search to check you out before they give you a dollar. And what's going to come up is your LinkedIn profile. So you right. have the opportunity to kind of tell them what you want them to know about you right off the bat. It's very often your first impression, you know, and they always say you can't make a second first impression. So take the time to create a great LinkedIn profile. So you're making a great first impression. So that's the first thing. But then the other mistake I see people making, and I did the same thing for many years, and maybe you did too, Ross, they are reactive to, you know, to accepting connection requests instead of proactively building out a network of people that could be valuable to them. And I did it for years. And then I was like, what am I doing? I don't even know who these people are. And I, I like, I'm okay with that because if they're connecting with me, it means that they've they're, my digital marketing is working, right? Because they've right. heard of me and they found a reason to want to connect with me. But I can't leverage it if I don't, if I don't, if I haven't done the work to create a network full of people that I think could be valuable to me. So that is another really big mistake I think people make. If, if listen, I think you really need to do your profile, but beyond that, just connect with people every single month, every single week and have a network full of people that could be valuable to you. Well, one thing I'm noticing is, um, for a long time, people, a lot of people treated LinkedIn as simply like a static resume. Almost they put something right. up and they left it there and hoped something would happen. Then, you know, people like you were very instrumental in opening the eyes to this is an active network. You've got to talk to people and have conversations and <laughs> communicate and connect and occasionally update your profile and things like that. Um, now you're starting to see more people have an interest in posting content on LinkedIn because yeah. of the video feature, perhaps live video will come next year. And maybe I mean, that would be exciting. It might also be detrimental to some careers, but I think overall it would be, <laughs> you know, certainly yeah. an opportunity who, for people who can yep. speak well about themselves and their business and so forth uh, and provide value. But um, I'm seeing people taking who, who were very focused on maybe on YouTube or Twitter or other platforms, blogging. And they're they're really being very active in 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 sharing their content now on LinkedIn, and even some creating content specifically for LinkedIn, as opposed to just being another place to share a link or copy a blog post. And you, you want to know why they're LinkedIn. doing that, Ross? You want to know why they're doing that? Because yes, that's please. where the money is. Because <laughs> it's where the right. money is, right? <laughs> it's where the money is. I mean, listen, you can make money on all these other platforms. You can grow your business on all these other platforms, but not as quickly as you can grow it on LinkedIn. Right. Without a doubt. You know, if I am in a situation where I need to shake some cash out of my business, I head to LinkedIn. I mean, it's just, you know, you just get on the phone with people. Imagine if you, you know, I mean... I'm saying imagine if, but you can do this. Imagine right. if you built a network full of people that are prospects and then had a process to get on the phone with them every week, five, 10 phone calls a week. Those are sales calls, right? It's so easy to do. And we have all these people doing all this crazy stuff, buying lists and, you know, looking for leads and paying people to do lead gen for them when 
all they really need to do is spend a couple hours a week on LinkedIn and with strategy, with a specific strategy, and it can change everything. And by the way, it's not just potential customers that you can find on LinkedIn. You can find potential partners, right? People that have an audience of clients similar to yours right. and media. I have a client that just got featured on NBCnews.com, seen by like 85 million people or something like that. He's a realtor. And he was wow. he developed a relationship with a journalist on LinkedIn. Basically, this happened in a week, by the way. He saw her article, commented, you know, connected with her on LinkedIn when he saw her article, um, told her he loved the article, shared the article, tagged her in those shares, which got his him to her attention. He had a great profile, right? So because he works with me. So he had a great profile and he Very humble. He, right, <laughs> he reached out to her. She, you know, so they started a conversation. She said, You have a minute to get on the phone. And he, she wrote an entire article about housing prices in 2019, quoting him in the entire article on NBCnews.com. And it happened in a week, right. you know? So, and now forget about the fact that 85 million people now know who he is. He's now got a copy of that article when he walks into listing appointments. He's, you know, and he's got competition and they start talking pricing. He starts, throws that article down on the table. It's like, well, as I was featured in NBC News last month, you know, I mean, he wins every listing. Right, right. It's so, crazy. Right? It's crazy. So, so it's it's you know I could go on and on. Yeah, I mean, there's so many I'm um, so many questions I want to ask you about LinkedIn in the time that we have because, really, on some of the other platforms, you you can't run out of people who build themselves as experts and gurus and stuff like that. But LinkedIn isn't you know there are there's only so many people who've really specialized in LinkedIn and really seem to know LinkedIn and aren't BSing about it. And you're one of the people that I really look to uh, for LinkedIn. And if you want to learn uh, Karen's method to getting new clients and growing your network through LinkedIn, check out Get Linked Up. Uh, there's uh, information about it by just going to LivestreamDeals.com. You can click right on through and find out all about the program. I highly recommend it. Um, let me get to Gord's question real quick. Gord asks, um, any suggestions for someone to deal with, uh, actually he's asking this to Rebecca, but it's, I think it's LinkedIn, uh, too. So it's about making a career pivot on their profile. Um, 3.5 years ago at 55, uh, made a pivot into video and YouTube, just looking for how to tie in my past career in it. Uh, tips for handling the transition. So how to handle the yeah. transition from IT to it's a great question. Uh, video and maybe what to do if there's a little it's bit a of a great question. Well, yeah. So you, what you would do is you would look for the intersection where those mm -hmm. two things intersect. My background is in IT. I owned a telecom agency years ago. And, you know, just to give you an example, it, we, we sold long distance, we sold uh, wide area networking, um, we sold, you know, data networks, all this crazy stuff. I was like, the I was, I basically owned the company. So I did everything, you know, I, I took out the garbage, I bought furniture, I picked health benefits, and I went out on sales calls, right? Um, because the work that I'm doing now is sales and marketing related, that's what I lean on when you look at those experiences. If what I was doing now was human resources related, I'd be talking about that. So what I would do is pull from your prior life the, th the skills that help make you great at the video that you're doing now. Maybe it's the tech stuff, right? 
but pull pull those skills and lean on that. So you're kind of building this, using that prior history to build the story of you up to where you are today. And and you know maybe there's no intersection, but do your best to to find that intersection and. And you don't have to talk about like if you did, you know, if you were a project manager and the project manager stuff you did is has no bearing on what you're doing now. There's no law that says you have to put that on your profile, right? Just put the things on your profile, put the old experiences so that people know it's still you. It's the person they worked with 20 years ago, wherever. But but lean on the stuff that that relates to what you're doing now. So it kind of builds you up, builds up the story to where you are today. Yeah. And I would say that, you know, when it comes to something like YouTube or videos or um, people aren't really looking to know your whole resume, they want to know, are you good on video and what can you teach them? And I, I say this when, when I got into radio and I worked in radio on air, nobody ever asked me where I went to college or what my GPA was. They wanted to listen to a tape and judge whether tape at that time. Uh, <laughs> <laughs> Right. But they wanted to listen to it and judge. And it's going to be and it's the same thing on YouTube. They're going to watch a video and they're going to judge you based on that. And if that's good and you have a following and you're providing value um, and sponsors think they can sell to somebody who, uh, you know, is in your audience, they're going to be interested. And if they don't think they can, um, the most impressive work resume isn't isn't going to help you. And on the other hand, it isn't going to hurt you if you have gaps in your resume. Um, it's such a here and now and cutting edge kind of thing doing being a YouTuber like you are, Gord. Um, you're being judged on your current body of work more than anything. Um, I don't know if that that kind of takes off off track a little bit. Of course, you want to look at what you've what you can leverage from your past and how you can put it into the language of what you're doing. But I, I think just being yourself and doing what you're doing yes. is is more than enough. And and that largely, I think, Karen, goes to any business today because the economy is changing so quickly and, and the nature of work is changing so quickly that um, it, it matters yes. less than ever. Nobody expects you to be in one job and have a, you know, a vertical path that goes right up the ladder. Right. I mean, people 100%, are going to be 10 100%. careers and. You know, it's the gig yeah. economy now, right? <laughs> yep. But there is, but there is, and I know this wasn't the question, mm -hmm. but there may be people listening that are doing multiple things now. Maybe they have an, you know, an IT job by day and they're doing YouTube videos by night. So that's where you want to find the intersection because you want to make sure there's not a ton of confusion in your brand. Um, but yes, own it own it. And it's, and we all are multi-passionate. We're all, I think I have four things on my LinkedIn profile that are current, you know, we're all multi-passionate and that's a good thing. We, as entrepreneurs, we want to have multiple streams of income. We, you know, we want to build the brand, you know, we're the CEO of our little empires, right? So, or our big empires. So it's okay. Just own that and, and be really confident about it. You know, for people who have a full-time job, right, and then they're doing things that are personal brand building, maybe they have a podcast about an interest, maybe they have a mm -hmm. podcast about that business, um, they're blogging, they're, they're doing YouTube videos, whatever. Um, if they're working full-time, do you advise that they highlight those other things that they're doing to build their personal brand on, on, on LinkedIn? Will that be looked? favorably as somebody who has influence or will it be looked negatively as someone who has 
other interests and that that's really where their priority is in yeah. in building their brand like it's a very tough line to work in it well it is and but i gotta tell you progressive employers will encourage that right because because they're, when their employees are creating a personal brand for themselves, it makes them a stronger employee, even if some of the things you're doing don't relate to the directly to the work. And the question I really ask is, is this going to get you fired? You know, because if right. it's going to get you fired, that's the end of the conversation. You can't do it. Mm -hmm. But if and some companies still think they own their their employees LinkedIn profiles, which blows my mind because they don't. Um, you own it. It's about your personal brand. Uh but I think that you can do it. I definitely think you can do it. I, I want you to do it if you can create um, an experience talking about what you do, you know, during your in your full time job, and then create another experience for what you do on the side, and right. and be just as confident about them both. Because like we said earlier, there's many many of us are doing that. It's just that prior to social media, we didn't have any way to know that people were doing it, <laughs> right, right? right? So there, it's not really that it's changed a lot that we're doing it. What's changed is that we know more about the what's going on in everybody's lives than we ever did before. So I think, you know, it starts really with your relationship with your employer though. Yeah, absolutely. And you have to know your employer because some are, are look at these things positively and some are threatened by them. You have to know kind of who you're dealing with, right. And how they might, they might right. react. Um, when it comes to the profile, there's obviously a lot of real estate there. A lot of people don't take advantage of it. Some people fill out every, nook and cranny and whatever um are you big on on people using the the portfolio items underneath the oh job yes. and putting Absolutely. video and photos and and articles yeah, why wouldn't you right why wouldn't you and it's funny i you know i i have a lot of people come up to me and they say i have an all-star profile linkedin says i'm an all-star and i don't really <laughs> want to burst the bubble because i'm happy that they are an all-star but all it really means is that you filled in all the blanks right. right it doesn't mean that you were strategic it doesn't mean that you used keywords so that google can help people find you right or linkedin can help people find you it doesn't mean that it's client facing so you're hooking people so people are saying holy moly i need to know this guy ross right? right so so you you know it's great that you filled in all the blanks but let's do some strategy now and let's make sure that we're driving traffic to that not driving we're not driving traffic by by posting at places people are finding us because we're using great keywords in our profile and you know we're getting leads and we and we have calls to action in the profile that are driving people to our email list right these are the kinds mm -hmm. of things that make this profitable for you as opposed to i have a great linkedin profile you know because i right, filled in right. all the blanks <laughs> so i love when you filled in all the blanks but now let's talk strategy let's make sure it's working for you right right well thank you so much karen it's, it's great chatting with you again great meeting you in person at dc podfest yeah, as that was our fun. next guest and happy birthday everybody check out Thank you. Get linked up. Head on over to livestreamdeals.com.